Epiphanies, a podcast where two people with very different tastes in TV shows make each other watch the pilot episodes of their favorite shows to hopefully convince each other to like each other's favorite shows. Uh, my name is Natasha, and I pretty much only watch cartoon shows. My name is Jessica, and I pretty much only watch live-action dramas. And this week, I made Jesse watch a cartoon called The Hollow, which I forgot until I rewatched it, is a Canadian cartoon. So we're kind of keeping the, the detention air theme from a couple weeks ago. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know anything about The Hollow before you watched it? No, because you specifically told me not to know anything about it. <laughs> That's true. Except... Okay, is this the cartoon where you told me at the start of season two someone has a big pride flag in their bedroom? Yes, I forgot that I told you that, but yes. That That's is... a thing I know about the show. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That will come up um, when we get to the guess the canon gaze question. To be fair, I don't know whose room it was. I just remember you saying that. That's so good, because I'm very curious if you'll be able to guess who it is. Interesting, because that makes me feel like it's harder than the pilot would have led me to believe. Maybe? I'm, I, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I'm so, so curious to hear what you have to think about this show. Have to think about this show? Ha- what I have to think <laughs> about it legally. <laughs> what you, I, I think I mixed up ha- what you have to say about it and what you think about it. It's my new phrase, what you have to think about it. I like it. Use it every day. I will. I'm going to start saying that. Yeah, it's a Canadian cartoon. Uh, the first season came out in like 2018, I think. It's on Netflix. And that's the only context I'm going to give, because like I told Jesse, I think that this show really shines when you know nothing about it. Okay, I will jump right in to the mm-hmm. first episode then. Mm-hmm. So the first shot is of this typewriter in this blank white room, mm-hmm. and a guy wakes up in this room mm-hmm. that only has a typewriter and two other kids in it. Mm-hmm. So he goes over and he wakes the girl... Uh, who, of course, freaks out because some strange man just woke you up in a sterile white room. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's a good point. Um, Her hair is insane. Like, I know it's a cartoon hairstyle, but in real life, her hair would look just... Like, it's essentially a mullet. Yeah, her hair is bonkers. If you look at it for more than a few seconds, you're like, what is happening? Yeah, if you, like, don't focus on her hair, you could believe that's a hairstyle a person has. (laughs) If you do focus on it, it's like, what, does she have, like, a bob over long hair? Like, what is, it's not important. (laughs) No one talks about her hair. It's not important, but when I watched the show, because I watched it with my roommate and my brother uh, and some other friends, I think it was Lenny, my roommate. Someone was also talking about her hair and how wild it was when we were watching this show. So I'm glad that you also noticed that. Kindred spirits. (laughs) Um, So while the girl is freaking out, the other kid who's in there, and I'm not using their names because you don't know them at this point. And that's Mm -hmm. like important. Mm -hmm. Um, The other kid just goes, I'm trying to sleep here and ignores them. (laughs) Which... For, like, a solid 30 seconds, I was like, oh, this is such a, like, interesting character trope of, like, it made me think this kid had been awake, been like, there's two passed out people here in a typewriter. That's weird. And just went back to sleep. 
That would be amazing. That would be amazing. But unfortunately, that's not what's happening. He's just, you know, he's a kid who's been Mm -hmm. woken up. And like 30 seconds later, he also freaks out. Mm -hmm. And then there's a scene where the two other kids are asking the main guy a series of questions about, like, where are we? What's going on? And he keeps saying, I don't know. I also (laughs) just woke up here. But they keep asking him. And logically, I know the show is only 25 minutes long, so this couldn't have been happening for more than a minute, but it feels like it took four fucking ever. That's so funny. Genuinely, everyone was like, where are we? He's like, I don't know. I just showed up here like you. And they're like, how did we get here? And he's like, couldn't tell you. And they just keep doing this. And I'm like, shut up. I understand it. They don't know. You can move on. That literally is only like maybe 30 seconds. <laughs> it it was so heavy on the exposition that it drove me insane. That's fair. That's fair. It's a little heavy. Anyways, when they start asking, like, I wonder what this is, the main guy's immediately like, we could be dead. And the redheaded guy is like, "Mm, I was going to say someone's pranking us, but sure, we could be dead. (laughs) Which is very funny. (laughs) Yeah. And then they finally notice the typewriter. And this show explains what a typewriter is, which it makes me feel so old. And I know that I was not alive when we used typewriters regularly. Mm -hmm. But the fact that the show felt the need to, like, over-explain specifically what a typewriter is, like... Okay, there is kind of a reason why. It's kind of that the fact that he's over-explaining the typewriter is kind of a, a a hint... A clue as to what's going on. Okay, I took it as this is a kid's show and they thought a 12-year-old wouldn't know what a typewriter is. That's fair. And I feel like the first time I watched that, I also thought that. But re-watching it, I was like, I see what they're doing here. Which we'll get into, I guess, when you talk about what 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 you think is happening in this show. But okay, there is a slightly l- reason why he is being, he's explaining it. It's... That makes sense, more sense on a rewatch. Although I, I agree that like it does also just come off as like in a kid's show they explain things, but like this is kind of a reason. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel a little less ancient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, and now we have the most bonkers conversation that's ever been written into anything ever and not edited to make sense because. <laughs> okay. They're suddenly like, oh my god, we should escape. There's a vent up there, and then with absolutely no reason in the middle of this conversation the main guy turns around and is like hey what's your name and i'm like what happened i literally rewound it because i was like there is no way that this is how this scene is written no that's how this scene is written he's like how could we get up there and then he turns around and he's like hey what's your name like It doesn't make logical sense. It is kind of like they chopped two conversations up and mixed them together for no reason. That's so funny. I didn't... Like, I just read this whole scene as, like, they're all, like, freaking out. They don't remember anything. He's like, where should we go? Let's go. Okay, uh, you there. What's your name? And then then they realize they don't remember their names. 
they realize they don't remember their names, but then they're like, hey, let's get back to escaping. And they're like, hey, here's these pieces of paper in our pockets with our names on them. And then they're like, hey, we should escape. And it's like, wh- who wrote this? <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I did not read that as awkward. I read it as like, oh, they're all freaking out and trying to figure out what's going on. But like, hey, <laughs> that's fair if you found the conversation choppy. I, okay, we often say when we're doing this that recapping these shows makes it seem choppy. Mm-hmm. This actual show felt choppy to me. <laughs> fair. Anyways. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, Yeah. Now we know their names. Main guy, his name is Adam. He, out of nowhere, is like, this typewriter must be something to escape with. And I'm like, fine, whatever. It's the only thing in the room. I will suspend my disbelief. And Kai, who's the other guy, is like, great, I'm going to smash this typewriter. And Adam's like, no, don't do that. That's insane. And he accidentally (laughs) types a key when he's trying to stop Kai. And a brick falls, not falls, it, like, comes forward out of the wall. Mm -hmm. And there's this moment where they're like, oh, it must be a puzzle. Here's the thing. Putting a typewriter in a room is not a puzzle. There is nothing that is a puzzle about having to guess a word out of infinite possibilities on a typewriter if you don't have clues that is not a puzzle if i put you in a room with a thousand page book and was like one specific word in this book unlocks that door even if i gave you that instruction that is not a puzzle it is a weird torture device i have come up with are you saying that jigsaw from the saw movies doesn't do puzzles he doesn't! I haven't seen a Saw movie, but I'm pretty sure Jigsaw's puzzles are like, hey, here's a field of axes. The puzzle is how to get through the field of axes. That's that's not a puzzle. I've also never seen a Saw movie. <laughs> that's what I assume they are. Yeah, me too. I think that's probably what it is. Anyways, the word they're looking for is help, which they realize when Kai starts screaming help, which again, not a puzzle. And Mira's like, oh, my name is Mira and I'm good at puzzles. That's, no, you're not. (laughs) It's not a puzzle. Okay, anyways. The word help makes this little brick staircase appear in the wall that leads them up to the vent, and Adam just, like, flips up it, super cool and athletic, because he's that guy. (laughs) Which I'm not going to expand upon. If you've ever seen anything in fiction, you know what that means. (laughs) Wait, I don't know what that means. He's the dude in, like... The YA novel or the middle grade novel who's just, like, super athletic for no reason. He's like, uh-huh, yep, I can do this. Bye. Yeah, he's that guy. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, And he's like, oh, the vent's screwed in. And they all go, hmm, how could we unlock that? And he just fucks it up and throws it to the ground. <laughs> so then Kai and Mira go up the staircase and... Adam's like, jump to me on this staircase. And Kai is like, no, that's scary. And Adam's like, just fucking do it. (laughs) So Kai does it. And Adam delays for, like, 
ever catching him. There is no reason for how long this takes. When he catches Mira, it takes him seconds. And when he catches Kai, there's like this dramatic shot of Kai dropping. And all I can think of is Adam must have been standing there watching him fall. Be like, huh, weird. Wonder if this kid will die. (laughs) Honestly, probably. (laughs) He would do that. That makes Adam seem like a psycho. I think I think it was supposed to be for the drama of the shot, but it absolutely does seem like Adam is just like, I'm going to let him sweat a little bit before I catch him. Yeah, because like, if it had also taken him time to catch Mira, it would have been fine, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 fair. So anyways, they go through the vent. They're crawling yeah. through the vent. Kai is crawling backwards because he's a weird kid. Mm-hmm. And then Adam's like, oh, there's something up there. Looks like another vent. Again, if you are in a vent, I wouldn't call another vent <laughs> something. Fair. That's like saying if you were on a road and all of a sudden there's a road to your left, you'd be like, hey, there's something in the distance. No, it's just another road. That's how roads work. God, I'm imagining someone driving and every time they come to a crossroads, they're like, oh, there's something over there. Yeah, like, it's insane. (laughs) Apparently he forgot his name and he also forgot how vents work, which... Look, they all had their memories erased. They forgot about vents. I didn't forget how to walk. They didn't forget what a typewriter is. <laughs> no one said these kids were smart. They are not. <laughs> I also don't know how old they are, so I might be dragging them for no reason. I also don't remember, but I think they're, like, mid-teens. Okay, then I'm dragging them for the right reasons. They should be smarter. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, there's, like, a ladder at the end of this other vent, or... It, the other vent opens into it. It's not important. Mm-hmm. And they go up the ladder and they're like, oh, it's a forest. Whatever. Should we go up there? But this, oh, I never mentioned the green gas. There's green gas. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's not important. And it's chasing them <laughs> up the ladder. So they go up the ladder into the forest and Kai decides what direction he's going to go based on basically the direction that's away from the owl. And Mira is staring at this owl and she's like, that owl is lonely. so Mira can talk to animals Mm -hmm. it is not specifically important to this episode but I imagine it will be important eventually I mean yeah yeah I mean the fact that she can talk to animals and that's not like a thing that normal humans can do is relevant to this episode yeah I guess but they don't really linger on it very much yeah yeah it comes up a couple times, but yeah, it's not like it's a huge plot point. Yeah, exactly. Like, I get, it's not like a normal thing and they know that, but they're not like weirdly obsessive over it either. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Mir and Adam, after they stare at the owl, go after Kai <laughs> and they're walking through this forest and Kai keeps saying how creepy this forest is. This forest is positively idyllic. It is bright and well lit. It has this nice, wide, clear path. The trees aren't even specifically creepy. They look very nice. Like, it looks like a lovely little national park you could go on a picnic in. (laughs) 
Well, parents, they're in a forest in the middle of the night. They don't know where they are. Like, that would be creepy, even if it's a nice forest. It doesn't look like it's night. It's definitely night. It's just bright because it's an animated show that wants you to be able to see everything. Which, like, I appreciate lighting, but it doesn't look creepy at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, I am loving how much you don't like this show. I really hate this show. God, that hurts, but also it's very funny. Anyways, Adam and Mira are, like, bonding over making fun of Kai. Mm-hmm. Which is insane because Kai is the only person in this entire show who actually has a personality right now. Um, Adam and Mira are both coming off as, like, the most stereotypical YA characters in the entire world at this point. <laughs> And they're so boring, and they're making fun of Kai, and I'm like, Kai is the only reason I can stand to watch this right now. This is so funny to me, because I was sure you were gonna hate Kai. <laughs> I was like, Jesse's gonna like like Kai the least. Really? Because Kai is, like, the funny jokester side character. Don't get me wrong, Kai is also a random stereotype bored person, but at least he's, like, trying to do something. No, that's fair. I don't hate Kai. I just, I thought that he would be, like, too, I don't know, cartoony for you. Okay, but back to the Avatar thing of everyone is reading their lines like Mm -hmm. they have never seen them before in their lives. (laughs) Kai is doing that, but at least his lines are interesting. God, this is... Oh, man, this is killing me. Okay, keep going. (laughs) Okay, they reach the edge of the... Oh, wait, I actually skipped something. Mm -hmm. There is a part where Mira is like, why us? We obviously don't know each other. And it's like, girl, you didn't know your name half an hour ago. (laughs) Why, Why do you think you don't know this kid? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Like, it's obviously part of the plot, and I can Mm -hmm. suspend my disbelief, but, like, come on, girl. Think. (laughs) She's obviously supposed to be, like, quote-unquote, the smart one, and she just, she drives me insane. (laughs) Gosh, poor Mira. Man. Look, if you like this show and you're listening to this, I promise I'm going to defend it later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They reach the end of the forest, and there's this big electric fence around the forest. Mm-hmm. And Kai is like, I don't care about that. I'm getting out. So he touches the fence, and it electrocutes him, and he falls back. And he doesn't have burns on his hand, and they're all like, wow, that's interesting. Um, You could have burns on your hands from being electrocuted from a fence, but it's not like a 100% chance you would be burned. That's fair. I actually don't know how electrocution works, so I was just kind of accepting that. But also, like, I feel like, especially in cartoons and shows, like, people get electrocuted all the time and they're just fine. So it's actually kind of, like, funny that they're like, wow, you're you're fine. That's weird. And I'm like, I feel like that's more realistic than most cartoons, because usually people get electrocuted. It's just a funny gag and they're fine afterwards. That is actually a fair point. I will give you that. <laughs> it probably would fuck you up if you were actually electrocuted. Yeah. Anyways, they find a door in the fence, and Adam is like, that door is probably electrified, too. The door is wood. Is it wood? It is very clearly wood with, like, Mm. three metal bars across it. And I guess the handle could be electrified, Mm -hmm. but the door is not. (laughs) 
<laughs> I did not notice it was wood, but if it is, that is that is dumb. <laughs> um, and suddenly there's music playing, which literally comes out of nowhere. There's just suddenly music playing. Mm-hmm. And Mira and Kai turn towards it, and they're like, we gotta go. It could be people. And this is the only moment in the show I've genuinely laughed at, because <laughs> all of a sudden the camera zooms in on Adam's face, and Adam's like, it could be bad people. <laughs> and I fucking lost it. It was the funniest thing in the whole show. It was so overdramatic. Oh, it was pretty dramatic. <laughs> It suddenly, like, for a second there, it felt like I was listening to, like, the Dexter voiceover, and I was like, okay, I could do this if this was Adam's inner monologue the whole fucking show. (laughs) Oh, I would love that. That would be very funny. (laughs) Anyways, the music is coming from this little wood cabin with a hazard Mm -hmm. sign on the door. So they go inside, and they're like, whoa, look at all this old stuff. And again, the old stuff is not that old. Like, there's a record player, there's a phone that has a cord, and just, like, a bunch of fucking paper. But none of it is things that, like, you wouldn't recognize or know or that people don't still have. Yes. And again, there's kind of a reason for this. I know, and, like, you can say that, but it just makes me feel incredibly old. No, that's fair. That is totally fair. And when you are watching this first episode without context, like, it's it's fair. I get it. <laughs> and also, even with the context, it's a little, like, you could argue that it's still kind of dumb. But, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. Okay, so they start, like, coming up with theories, and they're like, what if we're government experiments? What if we went back in time? And, again, all this crap still exists. Saying you went back in time is insane, but it doesn't matter. And in the back, Kai finds a bunch of empty cages that have, like, their bars broken. And this scares Kai, and he freaks out, and he runs out of the cabin. And no one comes with him, and he goes back, and everyone else is just, like, still shifting through the paper, and I'm like, okay, I guess, that's fine. (laughs) And Adam finds a messenger bag with a map in it. Kaya spent most of this whole episode being like, what if we secretly have a map on us? And now Adam has a map. Mm -hmm. And... It only shows the corner of the forest they're in, so it shows the cabin and the fence. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kai and Adam start having this argument where Kai's like, who made you the leader? And Adam's like, I'm just trying to keep us together. And honestly, this argument would be like the end of an arc in a drama. Mm-hmm. So it really caught me off guard. <laughs> I was like, why is this in the first episode? What's happening? It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. It just feels really, really fast, but it's fine. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mira screams at them to shut up, which we pan through the forest, and it alerts these, like, red-eyed, spiky dog things that they're there, and all the dogs howl and start heading their way. Mm Mm-hmm. None of the kids hear this howl, despite the fact that the dogs heard the scream. And, like, you could argue dogs have better hearing, but it still seems off. 
Yeah, that's fair. Like, we don't know how far away the dogs are, but, like, it seems like they should have heard them, but, like, maybe they were supposed to be really far away. They all go outside the cabin to just, like, stare aimlessly into the forest while they hear this barking. And, (laughs) okay, the dogs go straight to the cabin, but the kids have no reason to believe the dogs would go straight to the cabin. So the fact that their logic isn't to go into the cabin and try to barricade it with all the, like, heavy filing cabinets that are in there and instead run to this electric fence that they still haven't figured out is, like, it's completely illogical. It's entirely wild. Whatever. (laughs) They go for the electric fence. Kai finds the power switch. Where did he find the power switch? How did he find it? No idea. Just happens. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like that to me is the one part of the episode that I was like, okay, I feel like they could have done that a little bit better. Especially since it's such a like plot point. They're all Mm -hmm. like, where is this switch? How can we power down the fence for a good chunk of the episode? And then it's Mm -hmm. just like, it's here. It's done. We're going. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I'll give you that one. The powering down of the fence attracts the dogs, and the dogs were in the cabin. Before the cabin was, like, right next to this fence, suddenly the cabin is so far away from the fence. I mean, it wasn't right next to the fence. It was, like, behind some trees and stuff. But, like, yeah. It, the, 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 yeah. The distance is off. Mm-hmm. It's a cartoon. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, they get through the door. Adam has some keys. The keys get stuck in the door, so Adam's like, I gotta stay here with the keys in the door to get the keys out of the door. The dogs can't use keys, my dude. Like, just slam the door. I think he wants to keep the keys in case they're important. Not that he thinks the dogs are gonna use the keys. I guess, but if your choice is, like, a set of keys... Or not having your head torn off by demon dogs? I think I would choose the latter. Look, no one ever said these kids were smart. I think we agreed earlier that they're morons. (laughs) I didn't say morons. Well, I'm going to say morons. (laughs) Harsh. After After the fence, they get through the fence and they're running and there's immediately an edge of a cliff. Which is wild because why put a fence up? But also... Kind of good. (laughs) At least it's interesting for like half a second. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) No, this is great. This is this is what this show is supposed to be about. We're supposed to hate each other's shows. (laughs) Okay. So they reach the edge of this cliff, and then suddenly there's this purple dude sitting on the rock. Mm -hmm. There sure is. None of them are scared of this guy. You are children who don't know where you are, and you have obviously been, like, kidnapped or taken in some way. These are all logical conclusions they could easily come to. Suddenly, there is an adult man here. You shouldn't ask him for help. What the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, when your alternatives are demon dogs or jumping off a cliff... I, I mean, like adult five, man is the least scary. But they're so chill about it. They don't even, like, register that he could be evil. They're just like, yep, there's a guy here. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Whatever. 
this guy asks if they want help, and they're like, yeah, we want help. And he says it'll cost them, but he won't say what. And the dogs are, like, digging under the fence. And again, they couldn't use a door, so they're digging under the fence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And he asks them for a magic word. The magic word is please, because this is a kid's show, and we can... (laughs) It's fine, whatever. (laughs) And he snaps his fingers, and the kids all disappear. Now, here's the thing. This absolute psycho with the purple face is my favorite character in the whole episode because in the 25 seconds he is in, he Mm -hmm. manages to come off as a full rounded person who could potentially be interesting in any way, which is something no one else in this show has managed in 25 minutes. Oh, my heart. (laughs) But anyways, love him. He's got this cool scarf. He's got this striped shirt. He's entirely insane. His head turns around. Great guy. Great guy. He reminds me of um, uh, the guy from Julie and the Phantoms. He really reminds me of the villain in Julie and the Phantoms. I was like, oh, it's this guy. Love him. I watched this before I watched Julie and the Phantoms. And as soon as we meet that guy in Julie and the Phantoms, I'm like, it's the guy from The Hollow. Yeah, he's... Oh, anyways, he's beautiful. He saves the show in the last, like, 30 seconds. Only interesting part of the whole thing. Wow, okay. (laughs) After he disappears, the kids, they land in a desert, and there are some minotaurs standing over them who are speaking a language they don't understand, and the episode ends. Yep. (laughs) Ta-da! Anyways, I'm really sorry. I hate one of your favorite shows, but I hate it. No, that's fair. Honestly, I've been surprised by how much you haven't hated some of the shows I've made you watch so far, so I feel like we're back into familiar territory now. (laughs) Um, I deserve it. I said things about some of your favorite shows. (laughs) It's just, it's so boring and over-expositional and, like... These kids are such stereotypes to the point where I'm like, who wrote you? It's like an entirely different person wrote the purple guy because for like half a second, the show manages to be interesting. Wow. I mean, hey, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta, I gotta take it. Um... My first question, which I feel like you've already answered, but you can elaborate, is um, what did you think of this episode? Oh, huh. You know, I really loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. Just, like, it's the Avatar problem of the fact that no one is actually acting. I am not a fan of the art style this show is done in. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't really like it. What else is there to say? All the characters, just, like, nothing is happening. Nothing is interesting. The logic of the show is completely, like, it's not even, like, you could argue the show is magical and it's a mystery and there are things going on we shouldn't understand. Mm Mm-hmm. But those things aren't the things I have problems with. I don't care that there's a guy whose head could spin around and that there are demon dogs. I do care that a typewriter isn't a puzzle and that the spatial, like, reasoning of this show doesn't make any sense and that 
they think a record player is old enough that they could have gone back in time. I could go out and buy a record player right now. <laughs> okay, we're going to get to this when we get to the What You Think Happens. Um, I will say, I do think that the animation style is like a little stilted and awkward. It's not my favorite animation style. So like, I'll give you that. I do like the character designs, but I think the animation itself is a little like, eh. I also think it's not like... It is not the best written dialogue of any cartoon. Like, I will I will agree that it's not the best. I don't hate it to the degree you do. <laughs> but, like, I, I agree that, like, it's a little cheesy and awkward. But, like, I am way more forgiving with the cartoons than you are. <laughs> I just uh, want them to come off like they're real people having a real conversation. Uh, like, Natasha, what's your name again? Wait, no, we were talking about this show that has real people in it, right? Look, if you woke up in a room and you didn't remember anything about what happened and you were confused, you would be, like, asking a bunch of questions, getting distracted, being like, holy crap, I don't know my own name. You wouldn't be like, mm, yes, time to have a logical conversation. I feel like as soon as I got to the point where I was like, we're going to escape, we're going to escape through that vent, my next question would not be, hey, what's your name? Look. (laughs) If they got to, hey, what's your name, in the, like, absolutely way too long part of, what are we doing here? What's going on? Do you know what's happening? Why are there walls? That would have been fine. Oh, this is, honestly... This one's hurting more than any of the other shows I've watched. Like, I was prepared for you to hate Adventure Time. You liked some of my other shows more than I thought you would. This one's this one hurts. Um, <laughs> I love this show. Honestly, like, if you listen to this podcast and you have not watched this show, I want you to go watch the pilot and I want you to tell us whether you're on my side or on Jesse's side because we are so polar opposites of how we view this show. Also, if you're under 18, tell me if you know what a typewriter is. Okay. We have to get to the what do you think happens in this show so I can defend this. (laughs) What do I think happens in this show? Yes. Okay. Also, this show, there's going to be big spoilers. So if you do care about watching this show without spoilers, maybe like pause this and go watch it because we're going to spoil a lot of stuff. And I think this show is very fun when you don't know what happens. But hey... If you watched the pilot and you hate it as much as Jesse, feel free to listen to the spoilers. So, what do I think happens? I think yeah. every episode takes place in a different location. They're trying to escape something. Like, I think the second episode, they are going to be taken prisoners by these Minotaur men and made to build pyramids or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's not important, and it won't be important in the episode. <laughs> like, it's not important to me to explain it, it's not going to be important. And I feel like at the end of every episode, they run into this purple guy and he's like, okay, new scenario time. And eventually, and I do mean eventually, because these kids are incredibly stupid, they will realize this purple guy is not helping them. I do expect this to take like five or six episodes. Okay. And then one of them will finally challenge him on it and be like, hey, you're not helping us. You're just putting us in increasingly weird and wild scenarios. And he'll be like, really? It took you this fucking long to figure that out? (laughs) Anyways, he's like, 
he's some crazy dude who would fit very well into a horror novel, and he'll just be like, doesn't matter, you're stuck here anyways, you have to do what I say, and just keep throwing them into more random stuff. I'm sure they're, like, in a rainforest and on a space station and in a mine underground. (laughs) Okay. Eventually, they escape back into the real world because I assume it's like a multiverse or something and there's something like wrong with these kids (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean that in the way that came off (laughs) I mean like she can talk to owls the other guy can Mm -hmm. flip a lot Kai's gonna be that guy in the superhero show who, like, thinks he doesn't have powers for a really long time, and then something happens and he does, like, he, oh, except I guess he didn't get burned, so I guess he's, like, invincible or something, but whatever. (laughs) And then, uh... No, you know what? That's that's as much as I care to predict because again, I just I don't care what happens in this show. Oh, fair. Okay. I'm sorry. You're you're kind of right about like the the premise for like the next few episodes. They do go like as is like pretty obvious from this. They go to like a few different places. They're with the Minotaurs. They go to it's been a while since I watched this show, so I don't quite remember. There's, like, one where they're at a carnival. There's a few other places. I don't think they go to a space station, but that would be fun. Do they? Dang. Maybe. I don't know. It's that that kind of thing. That happens. Um, but the whole premise, and this is where I'm going to get into big spoilers, is they slowly figure out that they are in, like, a video game thing. And... There's another team of three people who are also in this game who... I don't remember exactly which episode you meet them in. You meet them fairly early on. And they also realize that this game that they're in is, like, glitching and breaking down. Um, And the purple guy is, like, the... The AI in the game who's, like, helping... Who can, like, help them... Um, and who is also kind of running the game, sort of, and they're, like, going to him being like, hello, the game is breaking, how do we get out? And he's like, oh, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta, like, get this weapon, and if you win, then you can leave. And this show has the most bonkers last episode of season one, because you're, like, watching it, and you get there, and you're like, okay, they're in a video game, they figured out that they're in a video game, they have to leave the video game, um, they're in some sort of VR thing. The last episode... When they finally get out of the VR, becomes live action. <laughs> and Sorry, like, that's so funny. It's so funny because you like you're like okay, like they're gonna get out of the game and then like they're gonna be like people and and because you're used to watching cartoons, we're like cartoons are people, you're like, okay, so their cartoon selves are just their selves. No, the cartoon selves are their video game selves and they have actual live action counterparts because this is just there in a game, so it's being animated as part of the game. <laughs> um, it's truly wild, that last episode. That is fantastic. It's actually very fun. And so then they get into the game and they're like, cool, we won the game, we got out just before it glitched. There's like a whole thing where they like think they're gonna be stuck because it's glitching, but they get out just in time and they won the game. And the other three people they were playing against lost, but it's okay, whatever. End of season one. Wow, that was so cool. 
Did the other three people get out of the game? Yeah, they all get okay, out. Okay, thank God. I was like... <laughs> it's like a game show, actually. So they're like, other people are watching this. And so they're like in a VR video game where like you start the game and you... When you start the game, you get to choose a superpower or like a couple superpowers that you have in the game, which is why they have superpowers. And you don't remember anything. So, so the, the whole part of the thing is like you have to, like, figure out how to get out of the game, but, like, without any knowledge, which is a little bit weird because there's, like, people who are really good at this game. And it's like, how would you get good at this game if you start with yeah. no memory? He's like, I guess maybe there's, like, something, like, subconscious. Like, they subconsciously know how to use their powers and, like, solve things because they've, like, played it before. So, anyways, that's, like, season one. And then season two, they wake up in their homes, but they're animated, and they're like, what is happening? What, why are we animated and no one knows about this game that we want? And like, are we in the game, but we're at home with our families, but we're in the game, but we're not in the game. And they're like freaking out and they're like, what is happening? And it turns out that when people play this game, this VR, like televised game, there's like a, a digital copy of them that's like stored in this database. And then this company that makes this game is going to release this like basically like life sim where you get to like play in VR and you get to like meet the people who like won this game previously and played this game previously. But because their iteration of the game was glitching because of a whole thing, their like digital copies are self-aware. And so they're in this game and the game is like, breaking because of this glitch that they brought into it. It was actually one of the other three people who brought it in, but they're like, we like have to find this weird guy and tell him that we are in this game, but we are self-aware and you need to like help us. And like, they have to like, basically they end up like living in this game world as like self-aware copies of their real selves so, and they, like, one of them, die, not one of the three main, but one of the other people, like, dies in the game. And it's like, oh, it's just, like, digital. But it's like, but we're self-aware. So are we, like, people? So if he died in the game, is he, like, dead? Like, his real self still exists in the real world, but his, like, digital self-aware self is dead. And it's, like, a whole, like, thing about, like, what it is to be alive and human. And, like, it's insane. <laughs> okay, that is very interesting. Two problems. Okay. The AI in your game is not a good helper if its plan when you get stuck is just to, like, shove you into a different level. Okay, it's not an AI. Like, it's, like, it's the host of the game, his, like, avatar that's, like, can, like, they have, like, a certain number of, like, helps they can have, which is to, like, get to the next level, essentially, without, like, having to solve the thing. And so we can send them there. A certain mm. number of times. But, like, he's, he's like, the host of the game, kind of. Okay. Kind of still a weird thing, but fine. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I forget what the second thing was. <laughs> I guess... I guess them being video game characters explains why their personalities suck so bad. <laughs> well, it's also, like, they don't remember... They also, like, develop more personalities, it goes on. But the other thing I wanted to say about Kai over-explaining things that are, like, old. I don't know exactly the date. I don't think they say, but it's very heavily implied that, like, 
the real world they live in where they're playing this like VR game is in the future. So these old technologies are much older for them than they would be for us. Yeah, that like that makes sense, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is my very vague, well, very brief, but very spoilery explanation of what happens in both seasons of this show. See, but that's actually interesting to me, and the pilot was not. (laughs) That's fair. I feel like the pilot is, the point of the pilot is, I think, to, like, make you, like, wonder, like, what's happening, and to keep watching. It got me. I was intrigued, and I wanted to keep watching, but clearly it didn't work for you, but hey... I think that it ends up being an interesting show, but also if you really hate the pilot, you probably will still not like the rest of the show because even though the plot gets very interesting and I think that the characters get a lot more character development, the like tone and animation style of it doesn't change that much. So I feel like you still wouldn't like it. No, I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) Sorry, spoilers. No, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah, spoilers for my last question. I mean, I figured you wouldn't. Otherwise, I would not have spoiled as much in my explanation. But yeah. It's still, honestly, if you listen to these spoilers and now it sounds interesting to you, it's still worth watching. A lot of cool stuff happens that I didn't, like, explain. So, like, still worth a watch. Yeah. Do you want to guess who my favorite character is? My actual, actual favorite character you did not meet in this pilot, so you'll have to guess my favorite character of these three, which is not my favorite, favorite character. So I'm going to pretend for a second that I think you have good taste. (laughs) In which case, your favorite character just has to be Kai. That's so funny. Um, No. I like Kai. I think that when I was younger and I watched this, Kai would have been my favorite character because I usually like his character type. I, th- It's funny that you think that Kai is the best because I think that Kai is a little bit too over the top and he's like goes from being a funny character to like a slightly annoying character to me sometimes i don't hate him but he isn't my favorite i could see like if he is like he was in this episode in every Hmm. single episode and the show gets better i could see him becoming the most annoying one but in this episode he's the only person with even a sliver of personality (laughs) That's fair. I do like Kai. Um, Also, for context for Kai, um, so Kai is slightly younger than them. Kai is actually friends with Mira's little brother. And Kai, Adam, or no, Adam, Mira, and this other guy were, like, originally a team to play this game. And then they had a falling out, and they kind of grabbed Kai at the last minute as their, like, third member. So also with the context that he's, like, kind of, like, her younger brother's sort of annoying friend also, I feel like adds a lot of context to his personality. I mean, I only have two other guesses, and if I get it wrong, that's going to be sad. <laughs> um, I feel like you would not guess it from this uh, pilot or how uh, from... Uh... Then Adam. Yeah, I, I think of the three, Adam is my favorite. He doesn't do a lot in, this, in the pilot other than be good at jumping and get mad at Kai, so I could, like, it's hard to have an opinion <laughs> of him. Um, he also is not my, like, top favorite. My top favorite character in the show is a character named Reeve. He's one of the other team of players that you meet later, and he and Adam, and Mira, but especially he and Adam, used to be really good friends, and then had, like, a big falling out, and, but then in season two, they kind of become friends again. It's very good. I love Reeve. Reeve is cool. He has cool powers. He has, like, telekinesis and his eyes glow. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. You could... You... 
Uh, I mean, I would say guess my favorite ship, but there's no way you could guess it from the pilot. But I will also ask you to guess the canon gaze because that's connected to my favorite ship. So like you said, in the first episode of season two, when they're back in their real homes, um, we see Adam's bedroom and he has like a, oh shoot, I said it. Ah! <laughs> Dang, you didn't let me guess. I wouldn't I'm have so guessed sorry. Adam. So good try. Yeah. Uh, who would you have guessed though? Who were you thinking at the beginning of this episode? Because I think I know. I remembered it was a guy, so I would have guessed Kai because Adam and Mira really seem like they are flirting. Yes. Okay. So when I started watching this, I did know that there was a canon gay character in season two, but I also didn't know who it was. I definitely thought it was Kai as well. Partly because, yeah, Adam and Mira seem like they're setting up a romance. And also because Kai in this episode, you didn't mention it, but he has the whole thing about how he doesn't want to look at Adam's butt. He's like, I'm going to go backwards so I don't have to look at your butt. And it seemed like such a, like, he, like he protests too much <laughs> thing. But no, it's Adam. It's also interesting because Adam and Mira are, like, best friends. They're, like, best friends. And she knows he's gay in when they have their memories, but when they don't have their memories, they're like, they're like getting along really well and they're getting really close. And at one point she kisses him and he's like super awkward. Like, I don't, I didn't want that. And then he keeps trying to like explain himself to her. And she's like, don't know. It was embarrassing. It was stupid. I shouldn't have kissed you. Let's just not talk about it. And they just move on. And then when they have their memories back in season two, she's like, oh my God, I kissed you. I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, it's fine. Like, we didn't really know who we were or what was happening. And it's very good. And <laughs> kissing like he said, your best friend like accidentally when you don't have your memory and you don't know they're gay would be very bad. Yeah, it's so good. Because in season one, like we don't know he's gay, but we're kind of like, what what's happening with him and Mira? Like, does he just not like her or whatever? And then you kind of forget. And then season two happens and you're like, I see. That's very funny. Yeah, I also love the concept of like, you don't have your memories, but you like, Subcot, you kind of still know you're gay, but you didn't have time to have a whole like revelation yeah. <laughs> while you were playing this game, so you didn't fully figure it out. But then a girl kisses you, and you're not really into it, and you're like, "What? I'm having a crisis of sexuality here, but also I have to like get out of this video game." Poor guy. Yeah. Um, sorry I spoiled it, but yeah, it's Adam. Can Adam and Reeve still be your favorite ship? Because I feel like that's good. <laughs> yes, Adam and Reeve is absolutely my favorite ship. They're so good. Cause, like, in season one, a lot of people shipped Adam and Kai, which is, like, fair. I don't... They're, they're cute. They have cute moments. Um, or, like, people shipped Adam and Mira or whatever. Because Adam and Reeve... Like, they interact in season one, but we don't know their history because they don't know their history. But in season two, we know, like, Adam and Reeve's past. And, like, it's it's not said, but I feel like it's low-key implied that Adam and Reeve were dating. And then when they had their whole falling out, they, like, broke up. Um... And they should get back together. They're great. I love them so much. <laughs> There's also, um, Mira has two dads, is, is other canon gays. They're only in it a tiny bit, but when we see their families. That's nice. Mira has two dads. Yeah. My only other question is, uh, <laughs> would you keep watching it? Uh, no. Yeah, no, that's fair. I didn't expect you to. <laughs> Okay. Uh, do you have any other any other thoughts on it? No, I really don't. I got very into my thoughts while I was recapping it because <laughs> not a lot happens except that it frustrates me. 
<laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. This was a this was a Canadian cartoon too. I said that very briefly at the beginning, but I like that when we did the Detention Air episode, you're like, yeah, I really like Canadian cartoons. And I was like, I'm gonna show you some other ones. <laughs> it didn't Okay. I'm about to name the cartoon that it does give me the same vibes as, and you're probably mm-hmm. gonna tell me that cartoon is also Canadian. (laughs) Okay. Because what I was going to say is it doesn't give me Canadian cartoon vibes, but it kind of gives me American Dragon Jake Long vibes. Oh, interesting. I don't think American Dragon Jake Long is Canadian, especially considering it's literally called American American. Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair. Um, I also like American Dragon Jake Long. I think that's also a good cartoon. I also do. Although I haven't watched it in a really long time, so I don't know. I liked it when I watched it. It's funny that you say it doesn't give you Canadian cartoon vibes, because I legitimately forgot that this was a Canadian cartoon. I rewatched the first episode, and I was like, oh, this must be a Canadian cartoon. I looked it up, and it was. So it has big Canadian cartoon vibes to me. I might have just been focused on how bad it is. Oh. (laughs) If you're listening to this, I promise you this is not a bad show. Jesse just has bad taste. Okay. Or maybe you also hate it, and that's fair. Everyone has different taste, and that's okay. <laughs> no, that's not the vibe of the show. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening to this very controversial episode. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, man. This is also like a really small fandom. I hope that the people who like the show um, don't cancel us. I promise. <laughs> you know, this is all just from the heart. We're telling our truths here. <laughs> You're so concerned about this. <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> I love you. Oh, thank you. You know what? It's amazing. We can still be friends, even though we both have terrible tastes. <laughs> so I'm not uninvited from your house today? No, yeah, you can come over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Okay, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can email us your nasty thoughts about <laughs> me based on this episode at episode epiphanies at gmail.com don't say mean things about jesse she's valid you can tweet us at twitters if your insults are less than 280 characters <laughs> <laughs> sorry at epiphanies pod or follow us on instagram also at epiphanies pod natasha yeah are you ready to know what you are going to hate next week? Oh, I'm so excited. Not next week. <laughs> In two weeks, you are watching Dawson's Creek. Ooh, okay. I know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No one does. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I feel like... I don't, actually, I don't know. I've heard the title before, which makes me assume people have heard of it, but I don't know. <laughs> it's very old, and it's very classic, and mm. the guy who plays Dawson is famous specifically for playing Dawson, and all of the girls in it are really famous for being movie stars. <laughs> okay. Which Good is very them. funny to me. <laughs> Anyways, yes, uh, thank you. We will see you next week. Uh, you can tell us how much you like this show because you're obviously smarter than both of us combined. It's true. Bye. Bye.
I can't look at your pretty face this time, though. I'm sorry. I'll send you a picture of my pretty face, and you can, like, <laughs> put it on your phone and stare at it. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I'm going to take that audio and put it before our intro music. <laughs> With no context. No context. Oh, love it. I just want random people on the internet to ship us. Honestly, yes. <laughs> I support that. You can ship us. <laughs>